From COK Studios in Ari Shapiro's armoire, this is Consider Our Knowledge. I'm Connor Bentley. And I'm Dinah Jones-Mallow. On today's show, we'll consider how the stock market has been responding since Donald Trump took office with the host of Stocks and Things, Chris Rydell. We'll also consider the Republicans' plan to replace the Affordable Care Act in our Consider Your Health series. And we'll consider the night Chicago died. Mother, what at night it really was. Stay with us. Support for Consider Our Knowledge comes from RussianFriendFinder.com, helping Americans find Russian friends who are willing to do them a favor for a price. Ask about our special Diplomats Club for U.S. government officials. And the law firm of Simon and Garfunkel, dealing with cases of music copyright and publishing since 1965. Simon and Garfunkel. We will see you in Scarborough Court. This is Consider Our Knowledge. I'm Connor Bentley. And I'm Dinah Jones-Mallow. In January, the Dow Jones Industrial Average reached 20,000 for the first time. It crossed the 21,000 mark on March 1st, and the bull market shows little sign of slowing down anytime soon. Even as a series of political scandals flare up in President Trump's administration, investors have chosen to ignore the chaos in Washington, believing that Trump will make good on his claims to deliver market-friendly policies. It's been a source of confusion and curiosity for many market analysts that the most volatile president in recent memory is now presiding over a market that has been largely free of volatility since mid-November. To help us dig deeper into what we can expect in the stock market, our handsome financial reporter and the host of Stocks and Things, Chris Rydell, joins us now in the studio. Hello, Chris. Hi there. Chris, there seems to be a disconnect between Trump's ongoing difficulties in Washington and the success on Wall Street. Why is that? You're right that there's a disconnect. There is really no connection at all. It's actually surprising how the connection just doesn't seem to be there, even though you'd think there would be one. It's very disconnected right now, the market and the political stuff, that is. Yes, but why is it disconnected? Because it's not connected. Let me put it another way. Trump's many, many problems are having no effect on the stock market. None whatsoever. Okay. Is there any indication that Trump's scandals have an effect on the market? It's tough to say. Can you at least speculate? I try not to do that. It's better to just wait and see. It worked when things were going so well for the market in 1928 and 2007. So I think we should just wait this incredible bull market out to its inevitable conclusion. You can't speculate at all? No, but the new co-host of Stocks and Things is really good at that. Dinah, meet Madame Demelza. Oh, hello. Oh, don't go blindly through life. Let me use the power of the tarot and the crystal ball and the tea leaves to predict the future of the market. She's amazing. Ask her something. All right. What will Donald Trump's effect on the market be long term? Hmm. He thinks he'll be giving things some bad mojo. Oh, wait. I'm getting something on my Ouija board. Oh, oh, this bad. This is bad. It's coming to me now. Don't buy the Snapchat stock. That's some bad hipster voodoo, man. See? What did I tell you? Madam Demelza, what will be the cause of an economic downturn? Oh, it's going to be an overvalue of the commodities market. Or Donald Trump will show his penis to Angela Merkel. Either way, it's not going to be pretty. Oh, I see. Oh, 
Who's the lady with the glasses in the kitchen with you? Uh, what? Oh, oh, that's probably my sister. Yes, yes, I knew it was your sister. Sisters always wear the glasses. She's coming to visit me next week. Oh, I don't think that's a good idea. Tell her to stay home, man. Are you sure? Oh, the, the terror don't lie. Hold on, I'm getting something else. Uh, yes? Oh, Tommy Hiddleston and Taylor Swift are going to get it back together. Hiddle Swift, it's a miracle. I told you she was good. Uh, she is. That was Chris Rydell and Madame Demelza from the public radio show Stocks and Things. Thanks for being with us. For more stock market information, probably don't listen to Stocks and Things. The first time seeing this is it, I've had enough. Cause like we hadn't seen each other in a month when you said you needed space. What? Then you come around again and say, baby, I miss you. You're listening to Consider Our Knowledge. House Republicans finally emerged from their secret meetings yesterday and released their long-awaited plan to repeal and replace the Affordable Care Act. Consider Your Health reporter Alex Truman joins me now to discuss what the plan looks like. Good to see you, Alex. Hi, Cotter. So what's the nature of the ACA replacement? Honestly, it's frightening. It's way too dependent on using tax credits to buy insurance. I get a new pre-existing condition almost every week, so I'm scared that I won't be able to pay for any of my medical bills anymore. I understand. Just last Friday, I found out that my rib dysplasia is causing a bad case of lug bloat. My grandma Doris had lug bloat. It usually skips a generation, so I'm not surprised. I see. Have you figured out any of the larger implications of the new legislation? Not really. I've spoken to doctors, insurance agents, and politicians. Nobody has a real answer for me. It's like the time they couldn't figure out what was causing my hives. Well, what was it? Well, eventually they figured out the hives were caused by some hive medication I was taking for another unrelated case of hives. Anyway, I spoke yesterday to Representative Ross Kemp, a Democrat from Pennsylvania, and he's been trying to see the Republicans' bill to repeal and replace the Affordable Care Act for weeks. He was less than enthused by what he saw yesterday. What did he say? Well, here's that interview. Mr. Kemp, what do you think about the Republicans' new health care legislation? Well, I'm less than enthused. Tax credits are not the answer, and I don't like how they want to end the expansion of Medicaid. Uh, can you elaborate on the Medicaid part? Well, it's still not fleshed out very well, but the Republicans want to gradually phase it out and replace it with a program called Medicant, where disadvantaged older people would be sent to crooked, underfunded elder care facilities where they're fed nothing but tapioca and forced to watch old episodes of Perry Mason while they're robbed by the staff. Oh, Medicaid sounds awful. I know! I tried to get a meeting with Paul Ryan yesterday to discuss the flaws of the new plan, but his secretary said he was out. Then I saw him climbing out of a bathroom window a few minutes later. Oh, really? Yeah! I chased him down, but he shouted, No habla inglés, and ran into the Smithsonian. I waited for him to come out, but he never did. I think he's just slept in there to avoid me. Oh, that's odd. I know! They're being so weird about it. Probably because they know that they won't get Democratic support for it. It'll be hard to convince people that the new tax credits will be as effective as the Obamacare subsidies. Why is that? The subsidies in the current ACA do quite well to pay for insurance, but the tax credits in the new plan would not cover anywhere near as much. For example, subsidies for low-income people right now pay for very solid, comprehensive insurance that includes prescription drugs at a low cost. 
The new plan would pay for only one doctor visit every nine years and a prescription drug plan the Republicans are calling Bucket-O-Pills. Uh, what's Bucket-O-Pills? It's a low-cost option for poorer people that is just a collection of random prescription medications that aren't necessarily FDA-approved. If you're lucky, the pills will work for whatever you have. You can obviously still buy a better plan that would give you full coverage and the medicine you need, but only people making $100,000 a month and government workers will likely be eligible for that under the Republican plan. I am not encouraged by this at all. Neither am I! The bill has a lot of holes. The last five pages just say Obamacare sucks at the top and then the sentence, Lorem Ipsum Dolores for the rest of it. Well, good luck trying to keep people like me alive. I am going to try my best. Members are expected to start voting on parts of the bill Wednesday, but it is in no way a sure thing that it will get the necessary votes. We will have more on this story as it develops. I hope they never get the votes. Thanks for that report, Alex. You're welcome. That was Consider Your Health with Alex Truman. Now it's time for this week's Big Little Wins, because we all need a win, especially these days. Congratulations to Carlos Reyes of Mesa, Arizona, for taking his umbrella with him on a really cloudy day, even though it never did rain. You were prepared, and that's a win in our book. Well-remembered, and better luck next time, Carlos. A shout-out to Brigida Wenbrook this week on her big little win in Bonners Ferry, Idaho. Brigida successfully dropped off the box of old clothes at her local Goodwill a mere three months after she put them in her garage, and after only two weeks in the trunk of her car. Those boxes can be tough to remember, even when staring you right in the face, day after day. So good job, Brigida. If you or someone you know has a big little win, share it with us on Facebook or Twitter. We'd love to hear about it. That's all for this week's episode of Consider Our Knowledge. If you'd like more from the best-looking news team in public radio, visit considerourknowledge.com. You can also like us on Facebook and follow us for breaking news on Twitter at ConsiderOurKnow. The podcast can be downloaded at iTunes and at Stitcher.com. The COK team includes Emily Clausen, Natalie Thorpe, Marianne Wetzel, Hobart Willis, Jeremiah Knight, Spencer Cannon, and Libby Mitchell. Our intern is Ryan Shattuck. Thanks so much for listening. I'm Connor Bentley. Ooh, uh... Diana, 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 Diana.